The Adequate Podcast and Carpe Diem Comics bring you What's Cool in Comics with Shadow, the voice of Carpe Diem Comics in McKinney, Texas. And now, here's Shadow! What's Cool in Comics for the week of December 19th, 2019, our second to last comic week of the year. We lead off with Doomsday Clock number 12, the final issue, a 12-month journey that actually took 24 months because they were not consistent about getting issues out each month. But each issue has been pretty stellar and outstanding, and it has been very widely received. This is your last chance to pick up the individual issues, probably a couple more months until the trade paperback comes out. So if you like the Watchmen and you kind of want to see the Watchmen cross over into the mainstream DC universe, this is the book for you. This is a really good week for comics. My short list has 46 titles on it. Obviously, we can't talk about all 46 of those titles in this week's segment, uh, not the least of which is I'm not going to have time to read them all before I have to have my segments over to Matthew for him to collate. But the list is really good. Angel, Firefly, Age of Resistance from the Dark Crystal, Lumberjanes, all good titles. Critical Role, Vox Machina Origin Series 2. If you love Critical Role, the podcast, this is definitely a good comic. Invisible Kingdom, one of my favorites. It's tackling the weird hierarchy and relationship between a far future fantastical Amazon.com and a far future fantastical Roman Catholic Church. They don't really call them that, of course, but that's the concepts that they're dealing with. Strayed number five, a government created psychic cat doing government things that he doesn't like but he likes his mistress and wants to spend time with his mistress and the government holds his mistress time hostage until he does the things they want. A Basket Full of Heads from Joe Hill. This has been a fantastic read. Batman number 85, very special this week. It's Tom King's last issue on Batman. He's moving over to new things and uh, starting with issue 86, somebody else is taking over for Batman. Batman Last Night on Earth, final issue in that. It's been a prestige format, black label story, very dark Batman story. Dark dot Batman dot. Think about that one. Catwoman, Doomsday Clock number 12. We already talked about that. Harleen number three, He-Man and the Masters of the Multiverse, John Constantine Hellblazer, Last God, Legion of Superheroes, Lolo Woods, more from Joe Hill, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman Dead Earth, Year of the Villain, Hell Arisen. Year of the Villain hasn't thrilled me for the most part as a concept, but Hell Arisen is an exception to that. Uh, I haven't had a chance to fully read it, but the concept looks really good, and the initial scan-through of the book I did looks really good. It's the only book in the Year of the Villain series that has piqued my interest. 
Magic the Gathering Chandra number four for those of you who like collectible card games and lore based on your collectible card games. This one is for you. Marvel Action Spider-Man IDW's entry for younger readers. Always a good book. Mountainhead number three. Star Trek Picard. This book has seen a lot of interest from people who don't normally read comics. Star Trek comics come out on a pretty regular basis and they hang around for a little while. Usually six, eight months later, if somebody walks into my store and asks for a copy, I can still order it from the publisher. Not Picard. Uh, all three issues are already sold out and unavailable, and only two of them are actually on the shelf. So that tells you something about either the popularity of this comic or the impending popularity of the Picard TV show. And I'm sure there's a relevant tie-in to those two. Project Christmas number one, top secret Mark Miller project. It was solicited without a name or a title, just a promise from Mark Miller that it was the start of a sequel to one of his most beloved Miller World titles. The revealed series name is American Jesus, and it is a sequel to something he wrote a while ago and that has been optioned for Netflix. Not just optioned, it is actually in production actively for Netflix. So this is another in the list of ever-expanding comic book properties that is finally making its way to the big screen. Amazing Spider-Man, Annihilation Scourge, Omega. This is another one that surprised me. It's a Marvel crossover, multi-issue tie-in with several one-shot standalones covering different aspects of Annihilus invading from the negative zone. And I didn't think much of it, but it really, really surprised me. It's an exceedingly good book. Avengers 28, Conan, Serpent War. Marvel has continued to knock it out of the park with their Conan property. It has always and consistently had good writing and art. Surprisingly consistently. Usually Marvel can't keep up that level of consistency for that length of time. But it's been most of a year since they started working on Conan. They're on their third or fourth Conan title. And it continues to be a really good adaption of the Conan source material. Excalibur number four, Fallen Angels number four, Marauders number four, New Mutants number four, X-Force number four. Five books in the Marvel Mutant universe have released this week. Usually we only get three on any given week. Ghost Spider, a fantastic take on Spider-Gwen and her struggle to fit in both home and abroad. Guardians of the Galaxy, Gwenpool Strikes Back, issue number five of five. King Thor, issue four of four, Revenge of the Cosmic Ghost Rider. Cosmic Ghost Rider has been amazing every time he has come out, so this shouldn't be any different. It's a wild and wacky take, but always worth reading. Scream, Curse of Carnage, number two. Spider-Man, number three, the J.J. Abrams series. Lady Death Apocalypse, and Mirka Andolfo's Unsacred, number two. We'll talk more about Unsacred in just a second. That's my short list, guys. Can't talk about it all, but I'm gonna make an effort to talk about some of it. Unsacred by Mirka Andolfo. I love Mirka's work. She's Italian. Uh, she only has two stories that she has written available in English. 
and I love what she does. And she's a one-man production crew, one-woman production crew. She has written and done the art and the coloring in both of her English titles. Before Unsacred, she did Unnatural, which was a really good exploration of social mores and reproductive rights and government interference in human relations. And it was all put together and separated from the real world by the use of anthropomorphic animals. Maybe uh, you might call them furries. And it was an amazingly good read and it touched on a lot of good topics. It was a very sex positive comic and there was sex. Mirka's work is not necessarily for the kiddos, so bear that in mind. Her newest work, Unsacred, about an angel and a devil who fall madly in love. They can't give in to their temptation because, well, one's an angel and one's a devil. But, and Sacred is the tale of their bizarre and spicy daily life. Another sex positive and incredibly funny slice of life full of angels, devils, and gags. It's kind of a shame to me that Mirka will probably never be a household name, even in the comics world, because of the nature of her work. And it is fantastic work. You should absolutely check it down. She's also done some strict artwork on DC bombshells and a few other things where she was just the artist. And the art there was also phenomenal. Her style is great. I really love it and I want to see more of it. But I want to see more of her writing as well. That's what really gets me. She tackles tough, complex subjects in a way that makes them fairly easily digestible. And it's true that her biases shine through, though she does make an effort to be neutral and show things from multiple points of view. So it's not just, and I quote, propaganda. There's good thought-provoking writing there, and I think it's something that anybody who has an interest in being a better human and understanding how people relate to each other should read. Visitor number one, the newest entry expanding Valiant's little slab of the comic world. Valiant's entire universe is steeped in both mythology and technology working side by side. It has always been about how technology fails us and how people can fail us and the bright spots that, you know, help succeed as well. The Visitor is more of the same. We have a super high-tech secret computer research project that's being disrupted by a super high-tech unknown entity that seems to be able to channel electricity. And that's what we know at this point because it's the first issue and they're keeping the villain slash hero shrouded in mystery. The Visitor, number one from Valiant Comics. A Basket Full of Heads, issue number three, by Joe Hill. This title continues to entertain me. Uh, if you ever watched the TV series The Cape, then you already know Joe Hill's work. This is a nice take on horror. It is not a piece of suspense per minute, but it is there and it keeps me turning the page. 
and the twist in the most recent issue is not entirely unexpected at the end, but also unexpected enough that I didn't completely see it coming. And the horror is a, a different kind of horror, something I haven't seen before. It's psychological and physical both at the same time, and I really want to see how it gets tied up. Two issues left. The Low, Low Woods, issue number one, by Carmen Maria Machado, part of DC's Black Label and Hill House Comics. So while this wasn't written by Joe Hill, it was curated into the line by him, which means there's definitely going to be a horror aspect to it. Uh, it's a couple of teenage girls in a town that has been run down and abandoned. People who are there still are people who haven't been able to leave, can't afford it, have nothing to go to, stuff like that. And it starts off just as a day in the life of these two girls. But by the end of the comic, it gets weird. Not so much horror yet, but I'm sure that is coming based off of where the first issue ends. What's Cool in Comics is a production of Carpe Diem Comics in association with the Adequate Podcast. Shadow Childs Wiley is the voice of Carpe Diem Comics. Check out Carpe Diem Comics in McKinney, Texas. Their website is carpediemcomics.com. That's C-A-R-P-E-D-I-E-M-C-O-M-I-C-S dot com. On Facebook, you can find them at Carpe Diem Comics. Carpe Diem Comics is the official emotional support comic shop of the Adequate Podcast and reminds you to support your local comic shop because without you, they're just a big room with a bunch of pieces of paper in it.